Hear that? It's the sound of someone whacking the ground with a rake. Specifically, they're beating around the bush, which we've done enough of in this ad too, so let's get right to it. The new moneymaker scratch-off from the Ohio Lottery doesn't beat around the bush. Money maker. Play the game and you could win money, up to $2 million. With more than $88 million in prizes, ranging from $50 to $500, Moneymaker cuts right to the cash. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Play responsibly. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello. <laughs> um, hi, everyone. Welcome to TVI episode 199. Fuck. Oh, damn. Um, yeah, it's crazy. Um, Julian is currently stuck in traffic, so we're <laughs> going to start um, without him. Guest, Peter Jones. Australian. Australian. We've got some questions about your name, obviously. Oh, yeah. Are you aware yeah. there's a famous... Yes. I am okay. aware. All right, okay. We'll get, we'll get into that later when Julian's in. Yeah, got Lucas on the ones and twos. Hello, Lucas. Um, and, um, yeah, so Julian will be... We're going to have a countdown to when Julian gets in. <laughs> so I reckon he'll be 10 minutes late. Yeah, he's not usually that late. <laughs> How long did he say he would be? He said, he, he said oh, I think I might be a couple of minutes late. And then he messaged saying, I think, actually, I'm going to be on time. Oh. Um, obviously, then... Like, yeah, the traffic's obviously... You can't drive anywhere in London at the minute. It's no. You drive. No, it's, all public transport. It's um, so I got rid of my car years ago. Um, I mean, it, my ex-wife took it <laughs> when we broke up. I said that like... You know, I just, in a way, you got rid of it. Like, for environmental reasons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we broke up and like, she had the car. But, um, but I then thought I'll try and not have a car. Yeah. And it's so much better not having a car in London. Like, cause every time I use zip cars now, the traffic is un- unacceptable. <laughs> like, it's the shittest. Like, the whole, there is roadworks in every single part of London. Yeah. It's like, surely, when, I'm not being rude, but when are they going to finish London? <laughs> like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? London should be finished by now. The last uh, time, the last time I was, I've driven twice in London, or I've been in a car twice yeah. in London. One time I drove, and the other time, recently, driving to a gig. Yeah. To, from where we got into, where I got into the car. To we were in the car for an hour, <laughs> and we moved what took me by train uh, eight minutes. Oh man! And we yes. were in it for an hour, and we were about to get onto the highway. And right before we got onto the highway, it ran into the back of the car in front of it. No. Yeah. Oh. I got off. I got out of the car. I was like, obviously the car was. You weren't driving I, this. I wasn't driving. That's the best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wasn't driving. Not my car, but the car was totaled. We couldn't get to the gig. Oh fuck! So uh, where I, was the gig? What? Where were you actually due to get to? Uh, Nebworth. Off to Nebworth. Oh yeah, I know Nebworth. But it was train strike day, oh, which is why we we're in the cars. Yeah. And then I just got off and I got, I left the, when I left the the scene, I just got back onto, <laughs> scene. I didn't have to work, walk very far to get back onto the oh, train stop. Man. We'd been in the car for an hour. We'd watched a woman cross the road and they, one of the other acts had made a comment. She'd made a comment on her dress. Like, yeah. Nice dress. And then we watched her return with her full shopping. Oh, <laughs> man. Disgusting. 
Um, it's yeah. I, I, who was you? You, you, you don't you don't want to say who was crashing the car? It was it was the uh, the other actor, her boyfriend. Oh, okay. driving. All right. So the the generosity to drive to the oh, gig man. and then the brutality oh, of being oh, the, of the it's horrible, isn't it? I remember me and uh, uh, she. Does, I don't think she does stand up anymore. Holly Walsh is mm-hmm. now a writer, and um, she was really a great stand up. But when we once. We're driving together. I was driving, yeah, and we were driving to Leicester. It was a Friday evening, and hit loads of traffic on the way out of London. And then my car literally, essentially, blew up. <laughs> like just as we got, just as we were coming onto the M1 motorway off, off like the slip road on. Yeah, you know, really busy M1s. Everyone's zinging past. This is a fast sort of feeding lane. Um, just smoke started bellowing out of my engine, like black smoke coming out. And then the engine just started losing power. Yeah. And I had my foot right down and just slowly just like came. <gasps> and I had to sort of, I veered over to like where the, the the lane joined the M1. Obviously, there's a barrier between there. Yeah. And I veered just right in front of like the barrier. So I was just out of the way of both lines of traffic. And um, and we just had to get out and just, we, like, we didn't know, we we're like, what do we do? We're just, we're on the motorway. Yeah. And the car is broken like. And um and we ended up we called yeah we called the RAC and all that and the, um obviously by the time he got there he went this is this you are never ha- driving this car again like, this is it's dead you've literally this, this is a dead car that you are going to have to scrap and um he was like where like what do you want to do and I and I was like well what do you do he goes well we tow it to somewhere local that you can leave it and then get it sort of picked up for scrap uh, so he towed us to Brent Cross just a residential road. And like we'd set off so early because it was a Friday yeah. that for some reason we made this mad pack that we were going to make the gig regardless. So we wasted a couple of hours obviously <laughs> on this RAC thing. And we worked out when we were at Brent Cross, if we got the tr- tube to, um, to King's Cross, we could th- just about make a train to get to Leicester. And we, j- we made like the last train we could make and it was expensive just to buy it there. And then, like, but we, it was almost like this sort of odyssey, like, we're going to make this gig. You yeah. know, like, two hours ago, we were sat <laughs> on the motorway waiting for the RAC, and we just made it. And it was so, we ended up, like, got hysterical with, like, how, <laughs> how stupid this, like, just, just cancel the gig, mate. Gigs don't mean that much. Why are you fighting, like, tooth and nail to get there? Now, I cancel a gig if I wake up and I've got, like, a minor headache. <laughs> Nowadays, I'll cancel the gig for any old shit, man. How, how, was the, how was the gig worth the journey? No, it was shit as yeah. well. It was, I mean, it's got to be, right? It was a really <laughs> ill-advised tour called the um, Best of the Leicester Comedy Festival. Yeah. They did it one, one and done, lost a fortune. <laughs> and it was me, Holly Walsh, Jared Christmas, and Stuart Francis. Have you ever, have you ever seen Stuart Francis? No. He doesn't, he's retired now, but he was an exceptional joke writer. Like he was one of the best one-liner comedians. And he, he was from Canada, but he, like, he got really famous here for about five years because mm. uh, he did like the sort of, he did the first series of like Michael McIntyre's Roadshow and then the first season of Live at the Apollo and was so just funny and his, it was all one-liners, so it's perfect for TV. And he just got really famous and just started, did a, about, he did like three or four years of like really big tours yeah. and then just retired. So I'm done, mate. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> like, he never really, he, he never liked... You know, but like I knew him relatively well, and I always got a vibe that he did not like hanging around with other comedians. Yeah, he was older and he was a bit done with it, and you know he'd been on the road in Canada probably for thirty years and shit. But um, but yeah, we did this tour, the four of us, and it was just a big theatres in the sort of the Leicestershire area, and like I'm saying, 
I don't think we played to more than about 60 people. <laughs> and a lot of them venues were like 600 seaters. <laughs> Fucking horrible. We, there was, I, remember, I remember it was so, there was one that was like a sports hall, hard floor. And uh, I remember we, um, on the way to the gig, we were having a like, conversation about like shit, like hack heckle put downs. And there was that old famous one. Have you ever heard the one like, uh, where'd you learn to whisper in a helicopter? Yeah, it's an old yeah, sort of yeah, jonglers yeah. sort of thing where, um, and we were just laughing about all these old crap lines and Stuart was on stage and he made us cry with this, like, because it was obviously just for us, like at the back of the room. But at one point, somebody wasn't enjoying his set and his lady got up and walked out like towards the toilets, just whatever. But she was wearing high heels and because it was a hardwood floor, you, it was so like, doom, 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 echoing around this slightly empty hall. And he went, hey, lady, where'd you learn to walk in a helicopter? <laughs> <laughs> and we just fucking lost it, man. Only people laughing in the room. Oh, so funny. Mm. Anyway, so um, so you've lived in, you've moved to London. Yes. Now. How long have you been here? Uh, moved in September last year. After Edinburgh? You did Edinburgh yeah, did then? Edinburgh, yes. then moved down after that. And so where, where do you live in London? Let's uh, talk geography first. West Ealing, out West. West Ealing. Um, okay, yeah, 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 I know. Oh, because, um, oh yeah, I know. You, you live, I know, yeah, but I won't say I know who's a, a you know my landlord. Yeah, yeah. It's quite a funny landlord to have. I won't say, because he, he wouldn't, you know, he doesn't want, I don't know why, it's, he, he wouldn't be weird about it, but it's just, it's, I don't want to divulge people's financial situation. But um, yes, I mean, I imagine he's the most laid back landlord. He's quite laid back landlord, great landlord. Um, yes. And um, Ealing, Ealing is an interesting place. It's a bit, um, it is quite far out. Like, it, we're nice. on, We've got the Elizabeth line now. Oh, yeah, we're connected. Of course. No, oh, yeah, that would have changed everything. It actually—it's actually not too bad to get into the to get into the center of the city and air conditioning and the best line. A, the Elizabeth line is. I work for the Elizabeth. Outrageous. Line. <laughs> uh, do you? Oh, no, I was say I thought you got like some new job. Of, like, I got a sponsorship deal with the Elizabeth you know, line. Got a little, got a little side thing going on, a little side hustle <laughs> promoting the Elizabeth line. Um, it is amazing. Like we, I was at um, a funeral. I've been to so many funerals recently. I went to a funeral mm. yesterday, which is yeah. why I'm a little bit. Um, hungover is the truth <laughs> but um i went to one two weeks ago and it was in like it was out in some mad like it looked so far east london yeah. but it's like the elizabeth line stopped right there and then the wake was in farringdon and we just jumped on the elizabeth line like it's beautiful 10 minutes to farringdon and it was miles and it did it in 10 minutes and then after then we went into soho for drinks after when the wake pub shut and from farringdon to Tottenham Court Road was five minutes. Like we were all like, this is unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> like little kids on the lovely big train. But, um, and air conditioning the entire it's time. Very good. Although what I I'm not the biggest fan of, I don't know if they've changed this now. This might have been this is about a year ago when mm. this happened to me. Certain times of day they don't stop at all stops. Because uh, I was meant to be doing a gig. Uh, well, I was doing a gig in um, blah, 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 where was it? Somewhere west. Wouldn't have been that. It would have been the other side of Ealing. Further yeah, out. yeah, yeah. And I saw there was a stop on the Elizabeth line that was like probably about a 10 minute walk to it. And I thought, okay, so that, that'll be fine. If I, if I could, and it was quite a tight double I was doing, but I was like, if I just make this train, get there, I'll be fine. And I, I was, I'd, I'd nailed it. I'd run out on my first gig, got to the train all that, sat on the Elizabeth line, like I'm going to make it with like 10 minutes to spare. Sweet. <laughs> and then just watched as the Elizabeth line sailed through that stop. And like, but the next stop was miles away. I had to jump, I just jump in an Uber in there to hold the break, hold the brake, and sort of, you know, end up being like twenty minutes. Yeah, late. yeah. Because it just sailed on through. No mention. I didn't even. I obviously I had headphones in, but I didn't hear them say we will not be stopping at the next stop. 
So I think there are certain smaller stations it just fucks off after a certain time. Yeah, there's a, it, go, it can alternate between like sometimes it will and sometimes they also don't stop uh, at certain platforms. Like the they'll only like the first six carriages you'll only be able to get off at the right. platform. Yeah, that happens on the so tube I, sometimes. I missed on the Elizabeth line. I was at the back two carriages <laughs> and I was running through the train trying to get oh, to the, no. like, the front four carriages and I didn't make it. Oh man! I mean, I won't hear this Elizabeth line slander. <laughs> <laughs> We're Sorry. saying that, you know, there are teething problems, even though it's, te- it's, it's technically the best line by, by some way. Um, so Ealing, okay. And what? how are you finding the UK comedy scene? Um, you've, been, you've been in comedy in Melbourne for a long time. Yeah, for a while now. How long were you doing? When did you uh, I was doing it for like nine years yes. in Melbourne before moving over here. Um, yeah, it's great. There's so much There's so much comedy. There's a lot of comedy here. Like, it's it's, really quite, it's like almost it. hard to get across to people like just how many gigs there are yeah like on any given weekend in central or not even the central but all around london there must be what on a friday night 60 gigs or something something insane like mad nowhere else has got that not even new york's got that is it like, i think it is the most populated and not obviously there is a sliding scale of quality to those gigs. <laughs> i'm not saying all 60 are absolute <laughs> rocking shows but you know like you've got probably 20 Big clubs. Yeah. That is like, it's madness. You can also get on a train for two hours and go to another city that has a bunch of shows in it. Yeah. Whereas in, you can, in Australia, as you know, you jump on a train for two hours from Melbourne. It's just like, yeah. okay, well, now I'm, I'm in still nowhere. Wollongong, <laughs> um, which is actually somewhere that is. Actually, and that actually is good. <laughs> I, did a, I did a gig in Wollongong. Um, that's what, an hour, hour? It's probably an hour. West uh, of, um, of Sydney. Nice place. <laughs> I um, <laughs> I actually did a weird little corporate event there just before Melbourne Comedy Festival oh, yeah. to launch the Go West Fund, uh, which is a, a, a Victorian government funded. Uh, they, they sort of put some arts funding into the western suburbs. I don't know why I'm now saying it like I'm part of the campaign. <laughs> really good. Places like Wollongong, you're going to be seeing them coming up in the, <laughs> in the, in the future. But um, it was a, yeah, it was, um, I like, I've been there. I've been to Wollongong four times. Wollongong or Geelong? Wollongong. Geelong's okay. even further out, isn't it? Um, Geelong's in Wollongong's in. I'm New saying South wrong. Wales. I'm. I'm not saying. I'm. Not, I'm talking about um, Werribee. Oh, Werribee. Yeah, yeah, right. So Wollongong. I did go to Wollongong for the first time this year. That's why it's that word was stuck in my head. So Werribee was where I did. I've been four times, which no one who doesn't live in no, Werribee no, no. Should ever, like, should have been there four times. But um, Wollongong's lovely. Yeah, Wollongong's nice too. Like. <laughs> Like shockingly nice because I just I, I did some road show there yeah and like and it I saw like you know I got offered a little run of road show and it just basically was like regional New South Wales and I was like boo you know sometimes <laughs> you know, some, there's some real Hollywood legs of that road show have you ever done any of it no no I haven't done it like the the Queensland leg is mm. just you're on holiday yeah just doing big nice shows each night but you're just you know I once did Cairns down to Brisbane and it was like just glorious. And, um, and you know, some of us, it's like Darwin's really cool and loads of it is real sort of... Um, Have you done the WA leg where you go to like the, the I, mining town? I did a couple of bits of WA, but like, but then I've also done regional, you know, Victoria. And when you get into the, like the proper just centre, like, you know, once you go inland and it's all mining towns, mm-hmm. that's when you're like, it's not as holiday-ish, <laughs> much more a, um, a working <laughs> trip. Uh, although it's, it's still interesting going to those sorts of towns. Um, but where are you from? In Australia, uh, I grew up in Western Sydney. Western Sydney. Okay. I was in Melbourne for the last ten years, but yeah, grew up in Western Sydney, way out west. And Sydney, because Sydney's in, like you know, it's. I find Sydney quite a. It's really expensive. 
Sydney. Yeah. Like obviously everywhere is expensive in the world now. It's you know we all know that. <laughs> it's just impossible now. <laughs> like you know, I've, I see these people tweet about it sometimes that you go out for a walk and you, know, you might grab a coffee and whatever, and you just spend fifty pounds. <laughs> like, How has this happened? I've just gone for a walk. You know, they're like. Yeah, yeah, I've not. It's mad. Like I went for drinks the night before last, um, and we did go to a swanky bar. Mm. But me and my mate got two gin and tonics, mm. and they were like big, healthy, probably doubles. But it was thirty-one pounds <sighs> for two gin and tonics. It's not. It's just not on, is it? <laughs> you know. But it was a swanky bar, and you couldn't. I couldn't say like no when you said <laughs> thirty-one pounds. Yeah, no, you... it's not actually, mate. Is it? <laughs> At that point, if you haven't. I did that happened to me one time with uh, soda water. You ever order soda water <laughs> and it comes back? It should back. be ten p. Yeah, or or free. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, even especially if it's just a gun, if it's a gun one. Oh. Obviously, if they're opening a bottle and they yeah, have to yeah, purchase, yeah, yeah. but soda water out of that gun, out of the gun, surely that's just they're just carbonating it in a in a barrel somewhere. You know what I mean? Yeah, it happened in Australia. It was six dollars, which is about three pounds. Fuck. And I that I wanted. I have to be next time. I have to be like, no, I'm not. Sorry. You can yeah, you can yeah. keep it. Yeah, yeah, no, you, yeah. you keep it. <laughs> <laughs> it. Should be yeah. If you've not drunk it, I think technically you yeah. should be able to go. Do you know what? Actually, I've changed. It. You can do it with anything else. If you take yeah, a pair of jeans to the counter and they say, "Oh, these are hundred pounds," you're allowed to go. Actually, I think I'm. I'll skip yeah. it. <laughs> you should be able to do it with food and drink. You order a whole dinner and it comes, and you're like, "No, actually, <laughs> sorry. actually I don't want it." Uh, yeah, I'm going to leave now. I'm I spent five pounds on a pint of lemonade once at a pub. Fuck mm. that! But basically, what I think why pubs do it is because people sneak in their own um, liquor sometimes and like, right. pour it in. So uh, they're, they're trying to make their loss. They're trying to prevent oh, that. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, right. But um, it's ridiculous for people who aren't drinking as well because they're encouraged to, like, they're spending so much money on non-alcoholic drinks. They're like, why yeah. would I bother not drinking? When oh, I can sorry. just spend five pounds on a lemonade, I can just buy a beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So ah. it's really encouraging a drinking problem, I think. Yeah, it is, isn't it? <laughs> Pubs should be held accountable for that. My friend's always, um, he's got, he sort of, sort of set a rule that the moment the average price of a pint in pubs hits seven pound, mm. he's giving up alcohol. <laughs> that, that's, that's his cut-off point. The, aver- like, the average like, price. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> check out a few locals. Well, I suppose if you go to like, a, you know, if you go to a bar in Soho, it's yeah. going to be seven pound fifty for a pint of a nice beer, you know, a pint yeah. of like, mm. Brixton fucking lager or whatever. Um, but uh, what he means is like your run-of-the-mill, like, sort of, you know, you'd be in a pub in Tooting or Ealing, whatever, just go for it and just get a normal pint, kind of a pint of Carlsberg. If they say seven pounds, he's always like, oh, that's the day I give up alcohol. So that's the end of the world, isn't it? <laughs> Finally it's so sober. Price. It's so, yeah. I um, it is, I mean, although no, but it is nice then when you find a pub, like last night, um, after the, I went to a funeral and then there was the wake and then me and a couple of mates just went to a nice little pub mm-hmm. uh, near me. And um, it was, and that that's relatively reasonable. We were getting three drinks, and getting changed, like it was under 15 pounds. Lovely. Here he is. Julian Dean is in the house, everyone. Um, wearing sliders. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> hey, mate. How's it going? Um, That's good. Sliders, mate. Yeah, nothing. Up in the sliders. I know, man. They're just so comfortable. They are comfortable, but they, you, you know, you do also look like an outpatient. <laughs> <So> <laughs> Someone on day release. Um, or hey. I, yeah, you two not, have it, not met. No, we've not met. Um, but how's the traffic, mate? It's lovely, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's really nice, isn't it? <laughs> Bit of a sit we for had a, a <laughs> We've been discussing London traffic and uh, the... It's just how fat it is. So, it takes so long to drive around London. Oh, man. It's only like 11 miles. 
bottles for like over an hour. Yeah, that is... Um... <laughs> like, it's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, you do find that... Like, it took me two hours the other week. Over two, two and a quarter hours the other week to drive from um, St. Albans mm. to southwest London. And I reckon that's probably... I'm going to say 25 miles or something like 30 miles maybe. And bullshit. like that is any other country that people would be like, that is, how can yeah. that happen? I know. You know, it's sort of. Um, Does that happen in Oz? No, not no. that. Not not the, the traffic here where it's just, it's just like actual standstill. Yeah, even right in the heart of the cities. I've driven around Melbourne, CBD, and it's not, you know, it's yeah, it's, it's busy and it's traffic, but like you still move Even Yeah, even regularly. when the football's coming out yeah. and like there's another event on, you filled the roads, you still move, like you'll still move at some pace. It's such bullshit, isn't it? Yeah. It's, um, because it, it's, I'm quite zen and, you know, I sort mm. of tend to, you know, be quite good in a when things are annoying. I tend to be quite sort of like just get my head right, and I'm mm-hmm. like, no, this is okay. I can live with this. Traffic's one of the only ones that does challenge. Yeah, you can be zen to a it's point. It's because it, you're there's nothing you can do. I think it's that hopelessness of like, well, what, what I can't just unless you have a full on psychotic episode, be like falling down <laughs> to leave your car and go and shoot like, up some people. It's a good time to practice. But yeah, because you, you have to just accept it. There's no other alternative. Yeah, getting upset, you're only hurting yourself. But it's hard traffic. So it is one of the only ones that sort of does get me. And when people stand in the uh, shop doorway. (laughs) (laughs) Having a conversation. Uh, In a doorway of a shop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The most... That's, uh, that's literally where people are coming and going Im- through. Immigrants, you mean? <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Tour- tourists. Oh, to- it tends to be tourists. Let's not call them immigrants. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you call, yeah. Um, another word. For but it. Yeah, so it is often. Them lot. If, okay. Yeah, them, you know, those people. Not local to this country. No, no, you know, just <laughs> coming over here with their wacky ways. <laughs> uh, but- Slow drivers are annoying me lately, though. Like, I feel like I've got more impatient now. Yeah. I don't know why. Because I suppose when you say slow drivers, like you talking... They're just really dawdling, and I'm like, I need them to move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I prefer like a boy racer in front. Well, at least they're moving. You know what I mean? Yeah, Yeah, at least they're fucking... Yes. I find it on motorways. It's like clearing the way for you. On motorways, if somebody's not in the slow lane, and they're doing under the speed limit, I'm like, I'm going to ram you off the road. I know, yeah. You know, the, the slow lane is the one for speed limit and below. Yeah, yeah. Middle lane and fast lane I mean, who's are for illegal driving. <laughs> so, that's the way it should work. It's the only options. I know. Like, I remember Hannah, because my wife, Hannah, is from Melbourne. And um, like when she first moved over here, and the mm. first time we sort of drove down on a motorway, like, she, like, you know, we, like, she couldn't understand why everyone was going so far, like so far over the speed limit in the fast lane. Yeah, yeah. They were like, that, but they were all like visibly breaking the law. And like, I, I tried to explain that she was like, because in Australia, people don't really break no, the not, speed. No, not to that extent. No. But here it is like, you know, you'll, you'll have somebody go past you doing 110 miles an hour on yeah. the motorway. And you'll just be like, oh, all right, hello, mate. You know, <laughs> it's like you laugh about it. It's like, but that is so far. criminal. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> I a, do it. Every there goes time, a criminal. And every time you overtake anyone, you're doing 80, 85, 90, whatever, just to get around them. Like, and then you're back in the middle. Like, and it's like, hang on. But yeah, and you, it's totally normal. But it should easily, you are breaking the law. I think it's weird when you're doing 70 and someone's up your ass. Like, oh, really? Oh, like, yeah. like, what shall I break the law, mate? Yeah. You know, what lane are you in? If you're in a fast lane, I do think you're in the wrong. Um, I'm you... on the pavement. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean in the road? <laughs> and it's the, the feds. <laughs> I'm in a shopping centre. <laughs> <laughs> and you've uh, my ass trying to go through. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, now if you're in, the, I think if you're in a fast lane doing the speed limit, 
then I think people are, are allowed to give you a bit of grief. Yeah, but, get but, out of the way. But it's weird, isn't it? Because they're allowed to. You think it's normal, but like it's the, you're going the yeah. You're doing you the, you're technically doing the right thing, but yeah. they I think I have always, the moral high ground. If someone does, if I'm doing the speed limit or like a little bit over, yeah. and someone is riding my, I always slow down. Are you to I annoy always, them more? It's the always best to annoy thing them. To do, yeah, All I want to do is annoy down. them more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I once got a lift to a gig in Plymouth, which is so far. That's oh like a six-hour drive to the oh. very bottom of the country oh. with an Australian comedian who doesn't do it anymore called Richard Brophy. He was from Sydney. He's a lovely guy. I remember Richard, yeah. Yeah, and then he became an inventor for a bit. Did you ever hear about that? <laughs> Did he invent? <laughs> you become an inventor? Did he invent well, a joke? Because I think... <laughs> Because I didn't see him for years. Really oh, he's, I've got an amazing story about him, actually. It's like, so, I mean, I, 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 I won't, he was I won't, a good guy. I won't say the word, but I'll, I'll, I'll explain what he said. I, might have, I don't know if I've told this on him before. One of his first gigs he did after he landed from Sydney was um, in Streatham in southwest London, near where I'm from. Very ethnically diverse part of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, he was on stage doing really well. He was super charming and like charismatic and likeable. And, uh, and he was just sort of like, you know, smiling, making him laugh, and he was having a good gig. And then he started talking about cricket, and England had just lost a test or something to Pakistan. And he said, he didn't realise that um, in Australia, they, they, like people from Pakistan, they're referred to in a word that you don't say here, because it was... What's the word, Carl? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to... Because there's a few words. It's a that, shorter... Which, which, which one? Well, basically, yeah. <laughs> What's your favourite... <laughs> You know, we just we have you, like you, obviously in Australia because that word never had any baggage with it. It wasn't a racial slur. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. said uh, it's a normal like because you shorten every word in Australia. The but P here, word. The P word. <laughs> so, but in here it was so loaded because of like seventies and eighties racism where it was mm. shouted at people and yeah, stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, Julian used to shout at people <laughs> in the street. Yeah. <laughs> Two thousand twenty-three racism. If you're driving through the yeah. shopping centre <laughs> today, you were shouting out your window. A slow driver in front of you. No, but you know it was. It's, it's a horrible word in this country but he Brophy on stage was, was talking about the cricket and he went ah so I hear you guys just you guys just lost to the and just said the P word because oh. he didn't had he had no idea it was a slur here and the crowd obviously just sort of almost went silent with shock because you wouldn't have heard that on stage <laughs> for 30 years here <laughs> Like it'd be like saying the N word, like yeah. you know what I mean. But like, and, it is up there, and not in a sort of like in, a, in attempting some weird irony or whatever bullshit. Like, but like literally just he saying was just it abbreviating, in a abbreviating. Yeah, you know. But he said it so casually, and, and the crowd were just like, and he, <laughs> he just died for the next two minutes. And he came off, and he said to me like, I don't know what happened there. Like, I was going really well, and I was like, I was like, well, what happened is you said a racial slur. <laughs> A harsh, violent word, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I had to explain to him that, um, that yeah, that, and he learned then in that. Like, I'm just realizing why some of my gigs are not going, yeah. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, you can say the n word here, okay? Yeah. That's yeah, good. No, I have been, I didn't realize yeah, you yeah, could, yeah, but yeah, okay, great, open with it, yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, what he also he was the worst driver I've ever got a lift to Plymouth. He drove the whole way on the motorway in the fast lane doing 55 miles an hour. Oh my god, like it was so frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> he had to keep moving, everyone would get up his ass beat. He'd move into the middle way, they'd pass, and then he'd move back into the fast lane that slow. And you can't, when somebody's giving you a six-hour lift to Plymouth, you can't tell them how to drive. I might put my foot down. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I ain't got all day. Exactly. So you just got to suck it up and just hate every minute of it. When we were newer, like, I once um, got him to replace me at a gig. Yeah. 
And he was like, oh, nice one. And he did the gig. And afterwards, he, he didn't really speak to me. The gig was so bad. <laughs> <laughs> so weird. Like, like it was my fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I bumped into him in Edinburgh months later. This was 2010. And he was like, ah. Like, it was all like, as if I'd set. As if you. I'd, yeah. It was like I'd set him up or something. I didn't. Like, it was funny. so weird. Just pranked him. Yeah. How have you found quality of gigs here? Like, what sort of... Do you, have you been traveling much, doing uh, a lot of out-of-town stuff? Yeah, I've done a little bit out of town. Yeah. Um, it varies wildly, mm. the quality of gig to like some of the best gigs to a gig that is is worse than any gig I've ever done <laughs> before in my <laughs> life. Anywhere in the world. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there is, I just remember like, yeah, I mean, I suppose it's because you're entering newer, like, you know, you yeah, are try, yeah. you're trying to sort of, you know, bed in. And um, so I think, yeah, that, cause I, just, I, I do think a lot of, I remember when I was new, some of the like some of the new like new act gigs that we, we would have done back in the sort of mm. 2008 2007 or whatever that were just it was basically performing to six comedians and a, a Swedish family you know, it was, it was just there was that little pub bankless. down near Westminster. Do you ever do that? And it was downstairs. It yeah. Was like an open... Like, it was, um, what was it called? Fuck. I, know, I do right remember near that. near Parliament, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. nice area. That was a nice, I remember yeah. doing t t two people once. Oh, my there. God. Two people in the audience. It's I heard that. I'm like, oh, that's not bad, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Only six that's comedians. Sweet. And there's a Swedish family in there. That's all right, actually. I was filming my special. Okay. <laughs> And the Eight. Swedish family were up for it. They were laughers. They were into it. That's all right. That's the funny when you, Again, those gigs, sometimes, obviously, some of the acts might be a bit newer and a bit more, um, what's the word, like, earnest. Yeah. And it was like, I remember just when I was new, like, I, I always had quite a good gauge that, like, this is, I don't want to be doing this gig. Like, you know, I'm yeah. using it for me. This isn't, I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm not pretending this is a great gig. But some yeah. of the other rats, they'd be like, you know, it'd be like three people. They'd be people on 10, in. like eyes and then their teeth. Yeah, 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 yeah. Performance. And afterwards, you know, there'd be three people. It'd be thankless. And they'd be like, yeah, but they were really nice three, weren't they? Like, really up for it. I was like, God. mate, shut up. It <laughs> makes me want to kill myself. I don't care if they're nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like when you see the video, like videos will come up from like a bad gig. And you, I almost want to just like message and be like, you, do, you don't no, have to put that. No, you don't no, have no. to yeah, tell yeah. anyone you did it. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah. telling anyone I did the gig. You oh, don't need no, to tell. Yeah. I've been sent like a few times uh, like, online sort of new acts have sent me like, I, I, like you know, because they've seen me and like what I do and they've asked for advice on their mm. set and they'll send me like a link to their YouTube like where they've put like this second ever gig on YouTube. And my, like, you know, you can't say to them, it's hard to say to them, look, well, first off, my advice is take that offline now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Right, Do not put, a, wait a year or something. Yeah, just wait yeah, until yeah. you've sort of, you've got more confidence and you look a bit more natural on stage and stuff. Because like, it literally is watching an open spot, just mm. like stuttering through words. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, yeah. You're like, fuck, man. Why are you putting it online? You don't have to put everything online. <laughs> Every gig doesn't have to be filmed, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but, um, but yeah, so you've been traveling, you've been doing, uh, mm -hmm. um, and yeah, so how are you finding it? Is it, um, uh, it's, it's just must be a hard, it's hard to like, it's just must be hard to start again in another country. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's humbling. How long, <laughs> how long are you here for? I'm here for, uh, at least five years. So I'm here for, so for what's real? your, what's your yeah, visa situation? I am on an ancestry visa. I just, I was, I met, I bumped into Michael Schaefer. Like, oh yes. Who's just done the same also as on an ancestry He's visa. on the ancestry visa. How does that work? Does who? So it's my how far back does it have to my go? My grandmother, okay, is English, and uh -huh. so because surely technically every what ninety percent of um, white Australians ancestry wise would probably be British. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. if you actually go far enough back, so you know, like how, yeah, does it have to be an immediate like a grandparent? Yeah, it's my my grandmother, right? 
and uh, so my dad could get a visa, uh, could get a passport, yeah, if he yeah, wanted, yeah, yeah, but I can get a yeah ancestry visa, and so Kate, my fiance, she's able to get in on that. Too. Right, okay. So we're both on that ancestry. Mm. Thanks, Grandma. Nice. Right, isn't it? Yeah. It's quite easy to get into England, is it? It's harder than the other way. Uh, it's. I do think, yeah, Australian, the visa system yeah. is a little bit trickier, I reckon. Even like the, the two year visa, you can get if you're like, we can get it, if we're under 35, we can get a two year visa to here. But I think if you go the other way, you have to do farm work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, yeah, you have Which to do farm it. work? Have you not heard about this? <laughs> but you don't know about this? Piss. You got, it's, it's crazy. I mean, how, it's, like, it's not just like, you know, it's not, not a like couple for of days. A, yeah, no, 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 no. For like, like a long period of time. It's like two they months shouldn't or tell you until you get there. <laughs> I think it's just a, I think it's a pretty funny. two years on the farm. Stamping it right. There's and then your right, digs. <laughs> now you're a farmer. What? <laughs> it could just be a prank we're playing. Just I'm only coming come for two gigs. I'm only coming for a weekend. <laughs> I'm going to pick berries for a little while. <laughs> yeah, it's mad. Like, how, yeah, can you check? Can you no, Google right. how long the actual farm work is for? That it sounds, could be like three months or that something. That sounds really good though. But some it? people said it's nice. You go off in some weird little regional town, and like some people have had great experiences. Some people I know were like, it was yeah. fucked, man. I met a bunch of. I don't uh, want to pick straw. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on holiday. No, I'm all right. In a hundred degrees. <laughs> just gone traveling. I'm backpacking. <laughs> I met some uh, who... You get like, paid for it, though. You get... Yeah, I mean, it depends. Again, it also depends okay. on like, the, the type of uh, farm that you get with. Oh, really? One of them, were, they were delivering, like, uh, calves with cows. That was part of their farm work. Was, like, oh, they man. Were delivering. Oh, fuck. <laughs> that grossed me out. <laughs> just like, because you want to stay old, in Sydney in a hostel. <laughs> yeah, so go you got your hand up of cow's ass. And he wanted to go to Bondi. Because I thought the same thing. Like, if I had to come here and it's just like, oh, you got to go live on a farm. You've got to work in a like, car factory. Yeah, yeah. Got to go down the mines yeah. for a couple of months. Go work in Aldi. <laughs> it, um, it used to be three months, but I think they have got rid of it now. Okay. Okay. Uh, 21, they got rid of it. But yeah, it used that to be is a shame. <laughs> of uh, paid, paid farm work, yeah. Because oh, I remember yeah. looking into it or yeah, someone yeah, telling yeah. me about it, but... Um, yeah, it is a thing. How do you think you'd fare on a farm? Very Lucas? poorly. Yeah. Very pasty. So I'd, uh, I imagine. Be a tomato by the end. Oh, man. I did meet one girl who she she did it and she was just like, I was just like, fuck this. I'm just going to treat it like it's a resort. So she'd like use the bathroom and be like, I'm just going to have a bath. And everyone yeah. be like, come on, you got it. And she's like, nah, fuck this. I'm not going to. Yeah, what are they going to do? Sack here. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like they're getting, because I think the farms also get money from the government to have the workers work there. What? So it's a bit of a. Double, know. double. Wow. Yeah, they're getting, they're getting subsidies. Right. They're getting cheaper labor, labor. And they're getting, yeah, they're getting subsidies for it. Madness. Not a bad little scheme. Right. It sounds like, how did that ever get off the ground? Like, you know, like it's always that sort of you see like there's often there's routines about like who was the first one to say that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine yeah. that meeting, yeah you know I mean, where somebody was like, Right, I've got an idea. <laughs> All tourists have to be farm workers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, mow the lawn. Yeah, it's mad. But um I was about to say something, I totally forgot what it is. Oh, let's do some questions. Um okay. now, um before we sort of go over the forty five minute mark. Um bu- 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 We've got so your name did come up obviously when I said oh yes you know because um what well, somebody the first person uh did a joke about how much money have you made out of reggae reggae sauce do you get that reference I do actually get that reference now do you know because yeah <laughs> Peter Jones obviously was a dragon <laughs> on Dragons Den and um is that that's where so I didn't realize reggae reggae sauce came out of Dragons yeah it was Den. big on it was it was pitched on Dragons Den initially isn't it. No, and then he, he made a song about but it. But what's yeah. his name? Levi, and a musical, apparently. Levi, Levi Roots. Roots. But isn't that, that's not his real name, is it? I've heard it's like a sort of 
like it's a bit of a myth. It's, he's created this character. Yeah. Can yeah. you can we yeah, <laughs> bring yeah. it up? Um, so my name is Brian. <laughs> I, I think it's sort of like a, I've heard word, and it's now I might now have just slandered somebody. Levi Roots. I bet he's a multi-millionaire now, he's isn't he? Keith Valentine Graham. <laughs> Keith also Graham. a good name. He's a Valentine. Valentine spices up. But Keith Graham. Keith so Graham. That's, yeah. That's the pretty. Um, is he an English guy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's British Jamaican. Worth thirty million. So Jesus. Made, made some I will say. His the re- <laughs> no, I will say free advertising for Keith um, is the reggae reggae barbecue sauce. Yeah, it's the best barbecue sauce. Is it? It's so spicy and lovely, and it's yeah, it's wicked. So my, good on you, get, <laughs> good on you, Keith. My get a bottle. Do it. It's like it's, it's, it's wicked. It. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. So my name's the same as his name. I suppose. And then the follow up question to that would be Levi was. <laughs> Peter Jones. Um, oh. if, basically, <laughs> if you were Peter Jones, what would you do with all this money? Um, I suppose that's um, cutler brass. I would probably. <laughs> <laughs> While I think of stuff, <laughs> um, get horny and see what I needed. <laughs> <laughs> it's always good to purchase uh, when you're horny. Never go shopping when you're hungry or yeah, horny. Yeah, those yeah. are the rules. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Um, yes, I mean, how much do we know? Oh God! Stop. Billionaire. Sorry, to keep getting into Google stuff. Is he a billionaire? What? He is a billionaire. Is he actually a billionaire? He's a billionaire. Peter Jones' net worth. What does he even own? Reggae, reggae. He's got that sauce. Ah, so he. Hamage, Hamage. Say he takes a nice little thirty percent of that sauce or something. Does he? One point one billion. Woo! Yeah, he's not bad. Billy. So much money. It is a lot. I think I I would do go on Dragon's Den. I mean, if I if you had that money, oh, if you, you become a dragon, you become a dragon. I don't even just go on it. I just go on it with my own. I'm just rich. I just wanted to tell someone. <laughs> you can get a percent for twenty five percent. You can have some of this money. Um, because what was, what was? How did he start then? What yeah, was what was his story? How did he get his first? Because Bannertine was the other one. The other Duncan twenty Bannertine. quid. Um, I did find out about it because computers, I checked I into a show. Computers. Yeah, I think so. And oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She asked what name I was under. I said, oh, Peter Jones. She goes, oh, like the dragon. <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, I bet you get that all the time. I'm like, I've never heard that before in my life. <laughs> mm. But if I was a billionaire, we, did we talk about this last week? Oh, we were talk, yeah. So we were talking about those submarine billionaires. Oh, yeah. Um, and I'm saying, like, it's people like, loads of people online were sort of like shocked. Why, they do, why would they go down in that submarine? It's like, yeah. Because you're a billionaire. If I was a billionaire, like, I think you'd be so. Because you're so above normal social mores. You're outside of the system. You're above the law. You're richer than country. Like, you know what I mean? Sort of small, very <laughs> tiny country. But I do think it would go to your head and you'd just be doing mad shit. He was mate. an explorer, that guy, though, when he like some One of them was. mad yeah, 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 yeah. adrenaline junkie. Yeah, of course. And I think I reckon I'd be... I'm not saying I'd be climbing Everest or something, but I wouldn't be surprised if I was, you know, jumping off a cliff in a wingsuit or something just, <laughs> just to like, feel anything just to feel just i need because ch- you can have every you can, you can have, have every luxury anything you want i suppose they're a bit psychopathic aren't they but they've got the, you know they're not murdering anyone they're just getting there but heads. they want to yeah <laughs> but you probably could if a billionaire i reckon you could kill someone yeah you could have someone Would, killed yeah you could have someone killed easy but you could i reckon you could just create a system where you just could you could kill people one a week like just yeah, team of people. But even that would bit, become routine. That's true. <laughs> yeah. And then you've got to be killing two a week. Just I mean, it's horrible. I'm not saying this is like this is disgusting, but like, you know, homeless people say mm. you get your team to pick one up, take him to a secure location. I suspect if What's you were disgusting a... about that. 
Yeah, what do you think? That's what I mean. It's horrible, but you obviously would work it within the terrible system. God. But there was those <laughs> kids in America that would um, get home at bum fights, wouldn't they? They'd get yeah. pay them to fight. Yeah, that was out. That's of horrible. That's horrible, isn't it? I suspect if you're a billionaire, though, you'd want even like a uh, to see how high up you could go in terms of the sort of person you uh, like could get yeah, into those fights. Per- oh, I, was, I thought you meant who could, like, how high up the social ladder could you kill? Oh, yeah, also it that. Become, before it become a problem. Yeah, yeah before yeah. anyone notices. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> right. Well, you know, it's a lot that's of- not what I'd do with the money. I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, just saying. Oh, um, like your five year yeah. plan when you're in England. I'd probably just buy an island and live on it, just to be honest. I, yeah, I think yeah. I'd buy like Epstein. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, shipping some kids and Get some your mates. own laws. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have your own plane. Uh, <laughs> Meet Chris Tucker, all that sort of stuff. Um, is that, I mean, I don't really, like, I, 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 obviously, I, he's a wrong and Epstein was. Really? I don't really know much about it. <laughs> I think he was a bad egg. Yeah. But, um, he was silly rich, wasn't he? Like half a bill or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fuck did he do? But, um, I mean, I suppose being a pimp <laughs> yeah, for, yeah. For, for billionaires. But I suppose the money. Quite, money. He got into that after the money, I think, though, didn't he? It's like a hedge know. fund manager. Okay. I think but um, what I was saying was often, and this is not, I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm, I think he was guilty and all that stuff. And, so, and obviously there was a lot of people that were, were tied in with him that were up to bad shit. Mm. But when people say like, you know, anyone that was in his little black book, whatever, mm. they're always saying they need to publish all the names in the black book. Yeah, like yeah. if you're a billionaire hedge fund manager, I reckon you've got a lot of contacts. I don't yeah. think everyone in that they're book was a nonce. nonce you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I think. Yeah. Actually, yeah, it's just often it's sort of they just assume if it like it could be people he's trying to contact to be so that less they, on the front of the book is you know, to offer a picture, of, yeah, like nonce, but they might have absolutely not been into it, yeah. So, you know, I do think it's just people he might suspect, yeah, <laughs> they give a whiff, you covering your tracks. <laughs> <laughs> just, just saying, I, I did a little business, it doesn't mean anything, yeah, <laughs> could have just been one phone call, man. <laughs> so, if they do release it. Just a bit of a heads up, not everyone on that list <laughs> is necessarily a bad person. <laughs> Somebody hanging out with the wrong crowd, that's all who's on there. It's so powerful, I guess, that, that that won't be released, will it? Well, why isn't it released now? Well, probably because most of the, the top people they in the country are in They decide what's released, yeah. Well, they might, yeah, exactly. So why, you know, it's... Um, I think like Bill Clinton was a f- visited a few times, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That fat pedo. <laughs> no, <I'm joking. laughs> that lucky bastard. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, <sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> Must have been amazing there, though. <laughs> oh God. Oh, God, imagine that. <laughs> Lawless. Not really. <laughs> I would have, I'd have fucking stopped it, mate. Oh, yeah. oh, if you'd oh, been stop on. Stop the... a sec, it's my turn. <laughs> in the middle, just like, this oh. is all wrong. Do you remember that guy? Went who in, in Rome. On, the guy who got in touch on Twitter a couple of weeks ago saying, look, guys, I love the podcast, but can you stop talking about paedophile? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. Was he, was he I, scared of? Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> fucking nonce. Not really. <laughs> um, right. Sorry. What is this? Uh, what is this? If I pop in and buy a watch today, will you throw in a pair of earrings for the missus? Who said, what is that about? 
I don't know. Oh, is your name a watch shop as well? Oh, it's also a, it is a department store. Uh, Peter Jones, a department store. Oh, in store. Sydney. No, in London, I think. Peter Jones, department store. Yeah, yeah, it's jewellery, actually. Uh, oh, it's jewellery store? Sloan Square. There we is go. That, so that guy might own that then. I think it's a it's different Peter Jones. Oh, there's a lot of you lot, isn't there? <laughs> there's Peter Jackson. The <laughs> there's a few of us. Oh, no, it's wrong one. Um, so where did you grow up? Melbourne. Uh, I grew up in Sydney, out west oh. of Sydney, but I've been living in Whereabouts Melbourne. Whereabouts in Sydney? Uh, away out west in uh, Quakers Hill. Ah. Um, what is? Uh, do you know who Stan Grant is? <laughs> yeah. There's a question about Stan Grant. I don't know who that is. Basically, the question is, having read about Stan Grant's recent resignation, I'm wondering if the stand-up circuit in Australia is a bit chubby brown slash Bernard Manning, which are like old school, <laughs> yeah. sort of, you know, <laughs> Um Stan Grant was the host of a Q&A and he resigned because he kept getting uh, a lot of racist comments um, from the public. He would get oh, he would get racist comments. He would get racist public. comics. Right. He, he would get racist comics. He would get ra- <laughs> racist comics, come on the show and have yeah, a bit of a laugh. Yeah. <laughs> he would get racist comments and so he resigned because he was... Why would really? he get racist comments? Was he... Um... Uh, he's uh, indigenous. Fuck. Okay. Um, <laughs> like for what, on, on social media or in real... Literally uh, in the street... I, I believe on social media. Right, okay. I don't I'm know why not, I said that like it's not as bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, then it's fine. <laughs> oh, it's just, like, it's just like 100 tweets a day. Um, oh, right, really? It is, I mean, obviously, it's... Um, is Indigenous, you, you can't say Aborigine anymore. Um, I mean, you can say whatever you want. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I don't actually know. I don't know. I don't know. The, you can't say, I mean, the shortened word of Aborigine, A-B-O, you can't say, can you? No. You can no. spell it. <laughs> <laughs> into a microphone. But it doesn't feel um, like a slur. It's this sort of stuff as West End retired. Okay. <laughs> he resigned. So is um, that a slur though, that, that word, the long word I just said? No. Uh, no. Oh, but I think it? now it's, oh. yeah, but I do think indigenous has just become the sort of standard. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's more complimentary, is it? Like, you were here first, mate, it's your place. Um, it's more honourable. Uh, yeah, I mean, this is the worst topic. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you haven't heard some of the other ones we've had. <laughs> don't be scared. No topic is off limits. Um, we can always, we can always cut it, don't we? No, 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 that's fine. But, um, definitely won't. <laughs> don't worry. But yeah, I, suppose, I would say I'm not the expert. But I suppose that we're going to clip this. <laughs> I suppose, yeah. Do you so want to become a... But the question just, was, it, I suppose, it, about the race. I bet the racist comedians. Or just, right, yeah. I don't think the comedians are particularly racist in Australia at all. No. Is there any old, like... Who were the old boys like Rodney Rude? I mean, other than guys. Rodney Rude and Kevin Bloody Wilson. Yes, Kevin Bloody Wilson. I remember. So they yeah. would be like our, the they would be like our, our chubby brown type. Yeah. He was good, wasn't he? Um, but yeah, so I suppose that's yeah, that old circuit. It's like it's like here, like that old generation yeah. were outdated, but now like most of the younguns, I would I say, say, I would right. say in terms of like progressive beliefs, yeah, I would say the Melbourne circuit in particular is the most progressive like circuit I've seen mm. yeah, in the yeah. world. Hi everybody, that's the end of the public episode. Thanks for listening. Um, now, if you would like to hear more, you can go over to patreon.com forward slash We are TVI. You have to put it in the search bar. Because we still haven't taken it off uh, adult content. Because it's triple X. <laughs> it's triple It's dirty. <laughs> Filthy. Nice. Get your willies out when you listen. <laughs> uh, but yeah, go over to Patreon, sign up. Uh, what's the, what is it? What's the, what's the tiers? I can't remember what it is. Three? We've got three pounds, five pounds, 
10 and 20. <laughs> I mean, the 20 is a joke one. 10 pounds is sort of a joke as yeah. well. Three pounds gets you just all the back catalogue extra episodes and hours yeah, and hours. And I hours. mean, there's what well, I don't know how I'm a hundred, hundred hours extra sort of episodes. Uh, and um, the five pound tea, you get all that as well. But you also, if you wish, uh, get to join the TVI WhatsApp group. Um, and you can also see the full episode or listen to the full episode with a three pound tier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So five pound gets you the WhatsApp group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, excellent. That's, that's it. That's all you need to know. Get over to Patreon if you want more. Thanks for listening. Otherwise, though. just thanks for listening to the public episode. And we'll please like and episode. share. Yeah, give it a share, mate. Tell your friends. Tell your families. Tell your kids. <laughs> <laughs> bye bye. Love you. <laughs> 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 <laughs>